Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. Woohoo! We are live back in the studio today after a very long weekend. And I thought maybe I'd share with you a couple of the shots of, of what we did this last weekend. Remember, we had the In Defense of Liberty training this weekend where we do constitution training on the Friday. And then Saturday morning, we are in the dojo training. Training in hand-to-hand -hand self-defense, weapons retention, throwing blows, rolling on the ground. And then in the afternoon on Saturday and Sunday, we are on the range learning how to shoot, learning how to be proficient in the defense of life and liberty. And this was our class this year. Really good bunch of students that we had. Also, we have a church service on Sunday morning and there's uh, JC and Larry, JC conducting, giving us the morning word. And it's it was just a pleasure for all of us to have that. I was also on uh, Victory News on Monday, twice, once at uh, noon Eastern Standard Time, and then again at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a really great news source. Did you enjoy being there? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Great, great bunch of people there dedicated to bringing truth in news. Yeah, their studios are amazing. Oh, it's incredible. So uh, when we're here, I love it when I get to actually go and be in studio with them. Uh, but the rest of the time we're usually here. Mm -hmm. And so that's cool. We have also this one. This is the new favorite picture of the day, JC. I oh, wanted really? to show Sunny's work. Sunny makes these graphics for us and she's very talented young lady on this. And she watched the uh, episode where I did on fake feminists. And she pulled this from the fake feminist uh, episode and made a meme out of it. So I thought that was kind of fun and I like bragging on her. So that was, uh, that seems to be shared in a lots of places. You know, it's amazing to me once again, JC, how the narrative of a minority becomes the dominant word. How does that even happen in psychology that a, a dom that a minority group begins to become the controlling narrative of of the entire population. You're talking about the small group of left the leftists that yes. control the media narrative and yes. education, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have I call it strategic positioning. So it's about oh, strategic positioning. Tell us about that, please, because this is what our show is about today. Well, it's just that that they're not, you know, again, as you as you travel the country and <clears throat> and and just get out of the digital bubble mm -hmm. uh you realize how much of it is so so much illusion it, it, it's just yeah. it's propaganda and they built they build it in a way that makes you think uh this is the dominant viewpoint right that all of america thinks this way and you know all that sort of thing so they magnify they magnify the loud mouth um 
small group of radical, uh, you know, radical uh, echo chamber that they have. There are so many women out there, JC, that believe and and know what I'm saying is true. And I'm not saying that, you know, we are an, a, a reflection of the entire population of women, mind you. I imagine it's kind of a small group. But how many people... You mean what you're saying yeah, in this? Rep? No, no, no. no, no. Uh, the people who respond to me in this, right? right? But it resonates. And you have people throughout this thread. I've got this on Facebook. It's on Instagram. It's uh, LinkedIn. It's on in several different places. And you know what the most famous, what, what the most common comment is I get? What's that? Thank you for saying that. I mm -hmm. wish that, you know, people say, I wish, you know, I would have, I could say that. I wish I could talk like that. I wish I could, you know, thank you for being strong enough to say something like yeah, that. Well, that's, Why is that? No, it's part of the, it's part of the illusion, you know, uh, the, the warfare of propaganda and, 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 you know, they, they leverage the nature of, uh, conservatives for lack of a better term you know most of us most of us who think like people on the show and in our chat room is live and let live mm -hmm. you know and so you're not out there pushing some agenda and forcing right. some agenda on other people that's just not how we think and so you know you're at a we're at a disadvantage that they take advantage of because they're not like that they're radicals 24 seven, they want to control people. They, they don't, there can be, there can't be multiple views for them. There, there has to be a monolithic view. Right. You have to submit to that. And so, you know, they go about, um, seeking these strategic positions mm -hmm. to, to control the choke right. points of information, to control the choke mm -hmm. points of media, to control the choke points of government, you know, that's it's not within our nature to dominate other human beings. Right. And so they're able to build this illusion by position, the strategic position in all these these points, magnify their voice, magnify their narrative. Then they bully the majority of the population because the majority takes on the belief that, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm alone. I'm the only one that thinks like this. That That is probably the recurring response everywhere we go right. to give a presentation and talk to people and, and then, and bring people together. Like since, mm -hmm. since January, we've been focused on this more of networking activist uh, type move when we go and speak and teach and bringing a lot of people together. It's mind boggling to me how much that is the response. You get these people in a room together and, and the, and the number one response is, Oh my gosh, this was so, so refreshing, so mm -hmm. empowering, so inspiring, so so uplifting because I thought I was the only one that thinks this way. So they've they've worked this system to make you think nobody else thinks like this for but you. Right. The majority of people are these woke leftist radical. That's the majority of, op of of opinion. It's not majority of the people. Regardless, I mean, even they've taken over media, they've taken over education, all that they've seized, and still the majority of people don't think like them. Yeah. We just do not occupy those strategic positions. And, and that's what we got to get back to when you talk about the alternative commerce, the mm -hmm. alternative media. We have to stop sitting back as liberty-loving Americans 
and letting all the leftists control all the tech, all the technology, all the media, all this stuff. So we're starting to see people rise up and build an industry for and by people who love America, who respect liberty, who respect your rights. And so that's rising. And uh, we're, we're going to we're going to overturn and them it's, and soon. It's with this this statement, there's just the simple statement on false feminism. Right. I also it, it, it transcended gender. So I was also getting men saying, thank you so much for saying this. Thank you so much for letting us know that there are women who are sane out there. And it's transcends skin color, too. I mean, this is an issue people want to know. I, I don't have to demean men in order to feel strong. I was created that way by my creator. And so I don't well, have to do that. And it's refreshing. Look, let me just say on the record here, hold the door open for me because I'm grateful. Offer to carry things for me because I'm grateful. I am not going to bite your stinking head off because you want to be kind and considerate. And by the way, JC, I'm going to hold the door open for other people too, because that's just what kind people do for each other. Yeah. I think you touched on another, you know, another aspect, the differences in the thought process and the worldview. It's at the core of the utopian socialist mentality of, I mean, being a freeloader for lack of a better term. When, when you, when you can just point to someone else, like you're a woman and you have to demean men and say, it's all a man's fault. And you just put somebody else down. You know, that's the whole idea of, um, I, I don't have to do anything and put forth effort and seize the opportunity that's in front of me to achieve. I don't have to work, right? Mm -hmm. I just knock you down and I'm automatically higher because it's all your fault. The reason I'm down is your fault. Right. And so it, it just removes any sense of responsibility, accountability, and me having to do anything. So socialists are inherently lazy looking for the easy way that they don't have to do anything right. and don't have to work. So it's, a, it's, it's again, a difference in the core mentality. It's a trading of effort for excuse. Correct. It's just simply, I don't want to exercise the effort. So instead I'm going to speak excuses. Yeah, it's your fault. Right? It's somebody else's fault. Somebody else stole your opportunity. Somebody built a system so that you can achieve blah, 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 blah. Well, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And if we're honest about it, as a woman, I am created with a with a higher pain threshold. I have a stronger core in my body. I may be more emotional, but sometimes that might make me even stronger in those aspects. Natu but I ask naturally <laughs> shoot better. <laughs> naturally. No, women are naturally and more we accurate. We climb shooters. rocks better. We're better rock climbers because of our yeah. core. I mean, there's there's things that we do better. Uh, caregivers, you know, just naturally by who we are, by the way we are created by a divine creator. But then, then those things where I am weak, he is strong. And that's why we are help meets for each other. I don't have to be him to be strong and I don't have to beat him to be strong. Right. So I just, I get frustrated by this whole complete, an utter, it, basically, it's just rude, JC. It's just flat out rude, inconsiderate behavior. I think it's childish. It is. They it's seem juvenile. like a bunch of children. Just, yeah. just juvenile thought process. Yeah, it is. So, I, I, this is this story 
caught my attention to, uh, a few days ago, and we've been sort of out of the loop. So I wanted to talk about this for a minute. And, and I have an interesting kind of twist on this because I have found a new source of entertainment, JC. Uh, I find these- Joe Biden. Art <laughs> you know what's crazy? This is what's crazy. This is the second time that's happened. Okay, so look at this. This is bizarre. Okay, I'll show you again in the next article. We're going to pull up where it happened again. This is the caption for the picture. Students still living in Columbia University were lucky to be able to celebrate at graduation Wednesday alongside roommates and friends who were unable to go home. This is supposed to be a picture of the Columbia University graduation. And if you pull it up on your phone, if you pull it up on another laptop, you're probably going to get that. But what's amazing, I'm not just doing any conspiracy thing here. It's not what I'm trying to do. But what I'm saying is when getting these random pictures of Joe Biden inserted into these articles with the captions of the pictures that are supposed to be there, it's just really, really weird. And why does Joe Biden have grass growing out of his pockets? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can see that be on a his story. Phone. I do. It's but like there's, there's like... He pulled the parsley like off the bean, plate and stuck yeah, it in his pocket. Like bean sprouts growing out of Joe Biden's pocket right here. You, you I don't think know if you can see that. It's just really, really bizarre. Yeah, do you think it's... I can't tell because uh, it's not the right caption. St. So. Patty's Day, like, hey, you oh, forgot you yeah. forgot green, so they gra like, grabbed something on the way in out of the ground and <laughs> shoved it in his pocket. I don't know. His tie is green. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're shamrocks. They grabbed some grass and shamrocks and shoved it in his pocket or yeah. something. It could be funeral decoration. So anyway, the headline is Columbia University. Keep yeah, the smell away from the Maybe carcass. He's already pushing up daisies. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think Joe Biden is promoting pot, Craig. He looks like a corpse. <laughs> he does. Bless his heart. So Columbia University offering graduation ceremonies based on race, race, ethnicity, and income status. So just for, on full disclosure. So anyway, I was telling you about this new, this new kind of um, way to amuse myself is when you have articles now, they fact check everything, right? Mm -hmm. So they started, I guess they got, they got tired of us complaining about the fact that they always check conservative news and never check the leftists. Uh -huh. So now let me just show you that they actually are fact checking their stuff. But what's interesting is uh, that their stuff is always true. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> sure. There are additional graduation ceremonies taking place at Columbia University for people choosing to celebrate with their own ethnic backgrounds or sexual uh, uh, orientation. Uh, and then they go on. They always say it's true. Then they give an excuse on why it's happening. It's not actually uh, it, it's not what they call um, uh, what a segregation. Right. This is not segregation because they're choosing to segregate self-segregating self-segregation. So, you, you know, can't actually call it. And so it's mostly true. What a right. What a mostly true wacky world we live in. But, you know, it reminds me of an incident you you i know you remember this um there was i know a, what you're saying yep, yep, a yep, maryland yep. <laughs> a maryland representative yep. um was traveling through our area 
Uh, and in the south. In, in North in North Florida. In North Florida. I believe it south. was in Perry, if I'm not mistaken. It was in Perry. It absolutely uh, some, was it, in Perry, Florida. Yeah, if not somewhere in that area, but I'm pretty sure it was Perry. Um, and so the Maryland representative went in the restaurant and uh he he alleged that he was you know, sent to the back to some segregated oh, he, area yeah, and exactly. that all, you know, all the black people were seated in this particular mm -hmm. area and white people were seated over there. And he, and he made a big uproar. The NAACP descended on the town and, and they, you know, they want to investigate and blah, blah, blah. It was all this racism and segregation and, and uh, the black people were forced to sit in the, in the, in their section in the restaurant. And what was, uh, what I thought was the funniest thing when they started interviewing yeah, the people that were the there. Yeah, because they sent the NAACP down there. Yeah. And, the and then reporters there, showed oh, up. Oh, these people are segregating yeah. black people. Yeah, when they were just reporting yeah. that, reporting that. Yeah. And then they finally started interviewing yeah. people. And yeah. I think it was a live, uh, a live interview. And they were talking to one of the, uh, the black patrons in the restaurant. And it was funny. It was a female. And... She basically said, we choose to sit here. Mm -hmm. If we wanted to sit with those white people, we would. Yeah. We don't want to sit with those white people. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, so they were they were self-segregating. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she and she sounded I mean, it sounded kind of racist. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like we don't we don't like white people. We don't want to sit with them. If right. we did, we'd sit there right. and, and basically told the Maryland representative uh, to mind your own business. You're coming down here Don't and telling us, and tell us dictate our culture. Yeah, what we're supposed, where we're supposed to sit, and all that sort of stuff. So I, I thought it was it was hilarious. Um, you know, of course, their conclusion was, you know, all these black people were were ignorant and and had been brainwashed by the system and still on the plantation and blah 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 blah. But it was just funny to hear them say very plainly, "We sit where we want to sit. Nobody's mm -hmm. forcing us." And that's what one of the one of the the ladies said. Nobody's forcing us to sit anywhere. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And and basically, they were. We saw it on a couple of other local uh, news stations with the people. The the local people were upset that that these folks had cut the NAACP had come down there and trying to tell them what to do. Right. And it was like telling that Mar Maryland representative, "Mind your own business." So it was just funny. But and this is what I was about to say. What Lloyd just said: a group preference is human nature. I right. mean, people, people. Uh, want to hang around with people they have something in common. Correct. With. You want to stay with com What are you going to do? So Sit it's down not and always talk about to a bunch of people you don't know that you don't have anything to say with. Yeah. And, yeah. So, so it's not always a, an indication, you know, of, of somehow racism, some mm -hmm. sort of forced segregation or some garbage like that. I mean, it's so stupid. Like you can't have, I mean, you know, the Johnson family has a barbecue. Right. And, and like you're supposed to go over there and see every ethnic group represented. I mean, unless they've all intermarried of different mm -hmm. people from different places. I mean, isn't that naturally what you're going to see right. in most cases? So I mean, it's just the dumbest notion uh, where people go and they and they see this. It's it reminds me of Reagan talking about the liberal who sees the, you know, the skinny person, and the fat person and, mm -hmm. and somehow the fat person took the food from the skinny guy. That's why skinny or the poor right. and the rich and the rich guy stole from him. So you see some group that's homogenous and, and the modern liberal just jumps to the conclusion, oh, there's racism going on here. They're forced, they're forced to not let into anywhere else. That all their opportunity and access but was stolen this from This is them. so crazy because, it's idiotic. because you have 
you have the the self segregation of Columbia University, right? The self segregation of Columbia University that's supposed to be okay, and then you have other segregations that are are just simply it, it's it seems well. I just find the whole thing so confusing. I have we I was on DoorDash looking for a restaurant because when we travel we have to go to DoorDash to find stuff to bring to the hotel and that sort of thing. Cause you never know what you're going to get where you're going. And here I have in this list of, 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 you know, hamburgers and, you know, chilies and this, a whole category of black owned businesses. Yeah. Do you know that? And it just stunned me because you said, you said it right after I showed it to you that, that having a listing of black owned businesses used to be a racist thing. You had back in the 60s and 50s, the Negro Motorist Green Book. Right. To tell people where they could go, right? Well, they it, so it was a way, it was like a roadmap uh, for black Americans to safely go from place to place because they knew you know, there was a place they could go where they wouldn't be discriminated against or, or kicked out or, mm -hmm. or, or, or whatever. So it's, it's almost like a throwback. And maybe that's, maybe this is what I, this is what I thought when you told me this, this is how I related it to mm -hmm. the green book, because there was this recognition, obviously at that time of segregated uh, mm -hmm. restaurants and all the, you know, the race, racist uh, businesses and, and whatever. So they, and, and we're again, not saying there's not racism, but right. that's not, that's pretty much not a thing anymore. Right. But the propaganda has been so received that right. America is so racist. Like we're, it's the 1950s again. Right. So we need our own black businesses. So, so we won't be discriminated by all this racism around us. So, They've painted such a such a monstrous image of America right. in the minds of, of the minority community that they're purposefully manipulating mm -hmm. that now they have this vision that everywhere is racist. Everybody hates me. And, and so we all have to so have, have, have to our have own, our own graduation. So, exactly. We have, to have our own. We have to have our own. App, right. We have to have our own thing. We are. Yeah. We are digressing. Correct. And the, uh, and the irony is, JC, we are not digressing because America is becoming more racist. We are digressing because the narrative is creating an environment that doesn't exist in reality. Right. right. Yeah. You're being you, convinced are, it's still the 50s. It's still the 50s. As a matter yeah. of fact, we moved out of the 50s a long time ago, but you're being still convinced. We watched a video Apparently, there's this TikTok challenge for the young people to get in their parents' faces and confront them about racism. And so you've got a bunch of these, these what they call them, white Gen Z kids, which are 14, 15-year-old kids, running around with this, this arrogant, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, it, this this arrogant superiority complex to their parents, mm -hmm. right? Telling their parents how stupid they are and how 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 worldly informed they are at right. thirteen and fourteen. Now I'll tell you what I thought I knew the universe when I was thirteen and fourteen. Sure. Right? Everybody knows that of when course. your child 
hits puberty, parents become the dumbest people on the planet. Yeah. But yes. you have this whole thing now, right? You have this whole thing where the society is encouraging their parents. See, we used to know teenage kids our brain, you know, they lose their brains. Now we're celebrating the loss of power of critical thinking in the teenager mm -hmm. by publicizing their arrogance and their ignorance. Right. And what's interesting is, is they go through and, and you never know if these things are staged anyway, they could be all liberal parents trying to, you know, yeah. make some kind of narrative, right? So you have this whole thing where these kids are 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 telling their parents that you know how racism is rampant in America and and people are oppressed in America and whatever and it's just it's so incredibly offensive to me JC this this absolute degradation of the family unit because that's Sonny said that the whole purpose is is to destroy the family unit by discrediting the parents yeah so when you discredit the parents because young people will always look to authority figures that's that's the way they're created when you discredit the parent who then becomes the authority the child the well, well, well in the yeah. eyes of the child who, then the authority is the media right. the whoever's feeding the, them yeah the their school teachers right. the the government system is feeding them youtube right whatever mm -hmm. so it's just that's what's frustrating to me the way all of this is is working and i just you know jc we have that background in in russian history i can't help but watch these stu these children you know screaming at their parents about how their parents are are racist hating bigots and they're wrong and i can't think of help but think of uh pavlov morozov you know yeah and this and this very uh what phil says right here this is so i i thought the same thing mm -hmm. um when president obama came into office it was like it was like going in reverse. Mm -hmm. It was almost a design uh, sort of prodding mm -hmm. of the old, you know, racial rage. Um, it, it was just just incredible to watch that. You you and and we had this conversation the other day. I said the same exact thing. It's like we were progressing. It's like we were getting better. We're 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 climbing away. We could talk. You could actually talk to pe to one another about racist we could laugh about the stupidity of it about racism and, and things like that like you can't even you can't even joke there's no i mean there was so much racial <laughs> race-based comedy mm -hmm. and it wasn't a promotion of racism it was mocking racism mm -hmm. it was laughing yeah and how 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 silly and ignorant it was and it and and soon as president obama hit office it was like a coordinated effort to fan the flames once again. And we are so, I think, worse, so much worse now. Well, you remember we just did that show, JC, on the the psychological progression of isolation and elimination. Yeah. We can't get better for people to be in power. For these people to be in power, we have to have the us and them mentality. Right, right. And you have to be able to divide people. And once you divide them into big yep. groups, then you have to divide them into smaller groups because the greater the division, the smaller the di of the groups, the yeah. easier they are to conquer. Well, look at all what you pointed out in that article. All, now you, 
I mean, how many different groups are having their own yeah. graduations yeah. because, you know, it's like little gangs, you know, and we're, mm -hmm. we're our own group and everybody's alienated from everyone else. So they're trying to tear down, you know, the main thing we talked about this before, the main thing, uh, you know, early on you had this, you had a sense of, uh, national cohesion. And so right. there's this tearing down of what holds us together. And of course th that, uh, that central tie, I think, is best embodied in the Bill of Rights. I mean, that encapsulates this is what we believe as Americans. This is what we believe in. So right. that's why the coordinated assault on the Constitution, on the Bill of Rights, on the on the founders, and just to tear that fabric down because that creates the divide and conquer scenario where they can swoop in and take us out. Meanwhile, when you're not, when you know, you have to create this false illusion of of oppression so that you then ignore the real oppression that's happening Correct. in society, the real people that are being deprived of their rights yeah. and the real people that are actually being locked down. I mean, this is absolutely crazy. So uh, I wanted to show this story. So Ammon Bundy is actually having a trial because he refused to wear a mask while he was attending a government event. <laughs> So he's on trial for refusing to wear a mask. So when he comes into the courtroom, he refuses to wear a mask in the courtroom. And because well, he refused, they wouldn't let him in. Mm -hmm. Right. And they said then because he can't wear a mask, he won't refuse to wear a mask. They issued a warrant for failure to appear. He's literally standing at the courthouse and they won't let him in. And then arrest and him. And then they arrest him. Because he's not there. Because he's not there. <laughs> uh, but wait, you arrested him. I, wait, wait, Judge, I see him. How he's do, he's yeah. right there. How do you, he's right there, Judge. How do you physically be arrested at the courthouse for failure to appear? I don't, I don't <laughs> Is know. Is that not a contradiction? I, it's just a contradiction. Oh, my gosh. He's being charged with trespass, which, look at this. His trial, which is a misdemeanor trespass and arresting, arresting, sorry, resisting arrest at the Idaho State House, and he's being held on $10,000 bail. Okay, he can't even possibly be fined that much for the, a misdemeanor. His bail is 10 times his possible fine. I Yeah, and it says when... If or when he makes bail, a condition of the bond will be a requirement that he follow courthouse rules, including face coverings. I, I just can't. I don't see that no, happening. I don't see that happening. So what's what do they presume to no. do? So no. this is going to be real interesting going forward because I don't anticipate Ammon so putting on a mask. No, I don't. But you want to talk about real oppression, right? Because I read a statement by Ammon's wife. Mm -hmm. They were refused a phone call. They were forced, stripped, searched, and left naked in their jail cell, which was just concrete. They were freezing. They gave him, they, they said that his wife said they threw bologna sandwiches at him, and he was actually using the plastic bags from his bologna sandwiches on his feet to try to keep his feet warm. The man is being charged with a freaking misdemeanor. And he's being tortured. And he's being in tortured jail by in the government. jail by the Idaho government. You want to talk to me about oppression? 
You want to tell me what oppression is about? I mean, seriously. So these are jail people that work in the at jail. the jail yep. in Boise, Idaho. In Boise, Idaho. Human beings working at a jail in Boise, Idaho, treating Ammond and uh, like torturing he's him. and torturing him like he's an animal. If he were an animal, PETA would be all over this, right? Right? If he if he had a different skin color, there'd be riots in the streets. And by the way, Ammon didn't oppose BLM. So I don't understand why they're not trying to protect him along the way. I, I, I just don't get this. You can like Ammon. You can hate Ammon. I don't care what you think about Ammon. This show is about the rights of the people. It's about due process. It's about liberty. And Idaho is not about liberty. Boise, what, Idaho, Boise. can you just, I mean, wrap, wrap your stinking brain about this. The man is standing right there and they won't, they, uh, can I just say this? They refuse to let him in, and then they charge him with not coming in. I don't know how that's not some some form of and then drag and then drag him off to be tortured. Drag him off to be tortured. I don't even. I'm just. This is just crazy, guys. This is absolutely crazy. But we need people. We need people who are going to be watchdogs and watch these things. JC and I can't be everywhere. We can bring this information to you, but you've got to have some organization. You've got to have some activation out there. Something has to be done. You want to talk about oppression, right? And Emin Bundy is from the Bundy family who mm -hmm. who's uh, were having their cows rounded up and slaughtered by the government. By the government. Uh, because of alleged grazing, grazing fees. fees. Oh, you didn't pay your grazing tax, so now we're going to go out and mass murder all your cows. They were they were using, uh, you know, their they air our rifles to shoot his entire herd, dumping them in a mass grave because he didn't pay fees. He's also the one that stood up at Malhar for the Hammonds. Yeah, they Correct. were tortured in that event too, in which all the charges were dropped. They were never found guilty of anything. As a matter of fact, the fed, the federal prosecutors at the Malhar trial were found guilty of hiding evidence and fabricating evidence, which caused the liberal whack job judge, who, who, by the way, this was the judge that gave the jury question, if anybody here knows Chris Ann Hall, you, you will not be allowed to sit as a juror. So that's the judge we're talking about threw out the charges against Ammon because the federal prosecutors were found guilty. And that's why this still happened. This is retribution. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're ticked off that they lost. Mm -hmm. And this right. is retribution against right. the Bundys. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to continue to do that as long as they can mm -hmm. for the rest of these people's existence. Yeah. And now moving forward to January 6th, right? You have, this is from, this is from the Gateway Pundit. Now I always double check the sources and I found these all over. I'm going to show you another article. This is just, this is like shocking, stunning, makes me want to cry and punch somebody in the face at the same time. So 
This guy, Joshua James, an Iraq war veteran, wounded in a bomb blast in Iraq. He's being held by the FBI without bail for being in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. They sent armored vehicles with turrets, two vans, six FBI, FBI vehicles, three local police vehicles to arrest this guy. They lied, right? They, they, uh, they lied about who they were, and they took his wife and his, his three-year-old daughter, made them sit outside for eight hours while the FBI searched their home, broke a light fixture, and, and destroyed their house. And they hold, they're holding him until trial because he was seen speaking with two other members of the Oath Keepers on January 6th. Now, let me show you this article by uh, from WAFF, which is a local news source. And I want to show you this, okay? This is the neighbor, okay? The neighbor is, is a guy, uh, let me see, Tim Jones. I couldn't believe it. I was looking at my neighbor that was in the Capitol during this riot, right? During this riot. When I realized he was home when the FBI agents raided his home, he said, when I realized it was the FBI, I continued watching and watched all day because I knew it was a serious situation for the FBI to be there, right? Mm -hmm. Are we now getting the propaganda? It has to be serious. It has to be real. The FBI was there, right? And then he says, it just makes you scared, right? It just makes you scared for your children because you don't know where they're at and what they're doing, and it makes you wary about where they go. What a, what a, what, what a crock. What a piece uh, this of is, garbage. It's fascinating. Uh, he says, the, he says that his daughter played with James's daughter, and now I'm scared. Yeah, the... Apparently, according to this article, in the federal complaint, says James was dressed in military-style gear, uh, was wearing Oath Keepers militia patches. So the type of, like, I could wear that to the mall. Yeah. And, in fact, I see people. Yeah. Where we live, people wear yeah. that stuff all the time. Yeah. So now you're. It's a crime it's to a wear crime. camo. Certain clothes you wear, it's a crime. Yeah. And, and then. To be in the federal And listen, and this is this part. This is. Oath Keepers calls itself a far-right anti-government militia organization. No, it does not. Where in the world it calls it? No, this is what the propagandists call it. Yes, they do not call themselves that. <laughs> we are a far-right. I mean, who, who on the far-right would say we're far-right, first off? I mean, who? Anyway, we're, we're a far-right anti-government militia organization. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Who 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 believes this propaganda now that they me, put together? Let me show you this. Charged with obstruction of official proceeding and trespassing on federal grounds. Okay. He is being held without bond. I want to share something with you. I want you to see something. Okay. I actually looked up the federal trespassing laws and, and their, their possible fines and fees. Trespassing in, an, in a federal office building may result in 30 days in jail or a $50 fine, 
Right. You're going to send six FBI vehicles, an MRAP with a turret, and, and nine other police vehicles to go arrest somebody for a second degree misdemeanor where he could get a $50 fine. We ought to be outraged as taxpayers. We ought to be outraged as taxpayers that we spent that much money and could possibly only get $50 in return. <laughs> Seriously. It now, shows you how out of whack. I mean, it now, shows you what a witch hunt, you know, that the point, the point has nothing to do with enforcing some whatever laws right. may be on the book. Cause you see here, here's the level of it. Right. $50 fine. Yeah. Even if you're on, on a federal national park, right. Three months in prison, or a hundred dollar fine, or six months in prison, and a five hundred dollar fine. So that's like big time trespassing. This there, is, buddy. This is the this is the uh, slave foreman cracking the whip to teach the other slaves to stay in submission. Yeah, this yeah. is pol pure political targeting. Now, I have been contacted by people lately, and pe I've heard people talking and saying, "Hey, um, you know what exactly? You know." Things are starting to calm down, you know. Maybe they're not going to come after us for being there in January 6th. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. This is just the lull before the storm. I want to remind you of Merrick Garland's, um, his, his uh, congressional nomination, Senate, uh, Senate confirmation hearing. Thank you. Almost didn't get that out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this for you so you can see this. On January 6th, a group of white supremacists launched a terrorist attack on our Capitol in an attempt to overturn the results of a democratic election. Their attempt failed and resulted in at least five fatalities, including a Capitol police officer. It also led federal prosecutors to file over 180 charges and initiate 25 domestic terrorism cases. So this is not the first time the Justice Department has been forced to investigate and prosecute white supremacists for an act of terrorism. You received high praise for investigating and supervising the prosecution of the Oklahoma City bombing perpetrators in 1995. So here's the question. What steps will you take to ensure that the perpetrators of the attack on our Capitol are brought to justice. Senator, I think this was the most uh, heinous attack on the, on the democratic processes that I've ever seen and one that I never expected to see in my lifetime. Um, one of the very first things I will do is help, uh, get a briefing on uh, the progress of this investigation. Um, I intend to give the career uh, prosecutors who are working on this matter uh, 24 seven, all of the resources they could possibly require uh, to do this. Um, and at the same time, I intend um, to, to uh, make sure that we look more broadly to look at uh, uh, where this is coming from, what other groups there might be um, that, that could raise the same problem in the future and that we protect uh, the American people. And I know this guy is going to make the, he's going to take January 6th, make the McCarthy trials look like a PTA meeting. 
This guy is just, he's just now hitting the ground with this. And he is going to make this, look, we're going to broaden the, the uh, investigation. We're going to expand. I'm going to give all the resources 24 seven to make this happen. Meanwhile, people are being rounded up. I want to show you this. This is another one. This is retired army Sergeant Kenneth Harrelson was also arrested. His family's bank account locked down and his wife is fired as a certified nursing assistant because her husband was, was arrested for being at this event. It's just absolutely insane to me. Absolutely insane. And all they have on these people are pictures of them being there. Right. And they froze his bank account for a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. How are these people? His his wife is has written a letter, a plea. I I don't. She said I I requested to see a copy of the search warrant, but I was refused. Mm-hmm. No due process there. No due process. That they had to stay outside again. They she was video recording while they conducted the search. They started questioning her husband when he said he wanted a lawyer. Then they stopped questioning him and then they took him to jail. They seized, they started packing up stuff in their house. After they completed their search, they gathered evidence, which, which they used to, uh, uh, going to use against him. They took their son's airsoft flashbangs, airsoft grenades that he uses to play airsoft with her, his JROTC friends. Toy guns. Toy guns. And this woman is a certified nursing assistant. They took all of her first aid equipment. How does that have anything to do with anything? They seized all of the, the tools of her trade as evidence in their search. That's why they're not giving her the search warrant because they took stuff that had nothing to do with this. So don't talk to me about oppression, people. This is what's happening all over America. And and this is this is the best you get. Let me show you this one. This this is the best you get. This is what they're guilty of. I'll make this picture bigger for you. Right? That's what they're guilty of right there. Dressing in camo and wearing uh, Oath Keeper patches. That's that's the best you're going to get right there. Guilty. Now we're going to come raid your house, take your son's toys, take your wife's medical equipment, and hold you in jail without a bond. That's got to. That's why they have to whip up the whole white supremacy, you know, militia, insurrection, secret group, whatever. Because because it's crap. What do they have? Trespassing, and, and they keep saying this thing. Uh, they're guilty of attempting to stop democracy. I, I, and I've been a prosecutor. You keep for, saying that over and over. Like, I was a prosecutor for over a decade. I've been involved <laughs> in criminal law for 
uh, two decades. You ever heard I, of that not, charge? Not heard of that charge. <laughs> Guilty uh, of stopping democracy. No, no, destroying democracy. What, right? what in the world? What in the world? They have to make this crap up. It's just infuriating to me. Meanwhile, people are completely ignoring what's happening because somebody wants Donald Trump to still be president. Somebody wants to, you know, talk about how I don't even know anymore. Talk about whatever. I, I don't What's know. why they have, they, again, they have to make all this up and combine all these absurd things. I mean, what, what, what are the elements here? Like wearing military gear. Okay. And I mean, that's not a crime. Right. So it's just, it's it's bizarre. I don't know. I I think I feel like I feel like they're holding these people in jail while they try to figure out what in the world are we going to charge them with? They're having to come up, having to create stuff and come up with stuff because what did but they do, actually? I mean, other than the people, the people who broke stuff, and I mean that property damage or you know maybe punched punched some of these officers or whatever. Aside from that. Okay, here's what, what my are you next question, about? JC. Where are all the articles about the Antifa people right. being raided with MRAPs and helicopters yeah, no. and stealing their children's toys? Right. Where's the where's the where's the massive arrests of Antifa, excuse me, of Antifa and BLM, who we all know by testimony of people who were there on the ground, we all know they were the ones that were actually destroying things. Yeah. So but, you have to go after people because they wore camo and had patches and, and you're going to completely ignore the people who actually destroyed things. I think a bulk of it is what you said a, a few shows ago, um, that one of the primary thrust other than, you know, putting fear and the, the chilling effect to silence others and putting fear in people to make mm -hmm. them, you know, shut up and back off and whatever. Um, but the other thing I think is about, building public support for this they they send out all this propaganda and this scaring everybody like the like the neighbor oh like, my god i can't believe one of us was right there he lived right beside me okay the yeah. guys lived beside you for years you played with his daughter he's not a problem but you rather than believe your own experience yeah. you believe the propaganda that right. you're being Here's fed is some evil guy when it's, i realized crazy. it was the fbi i continued yeah. watching and watched all day because i knew it was a serious situation serious for the fbi yeah. to be there so people are conditioned you've known this guy for like 12 years yeah. at least you've trusted enough to have your kid over there playing with him he's been neighbors and one thing by the fbi he's a he's he's a decorated war veteran Right. And then, uh, you know, one one day, all of a sudden the FBI is there. Well, it must be it must be he must be a bad guy because yeah. the FBI is good. So right? you, you have to the FBI is good. Right. And you so you have to whip up the white supremacy trigger mm -hmm. uh, to yeah, build I bet public that's support. That's what it is when he's when he's using this this phrase about where they go, where they go, where they go. Because I was the like the what, scary militia people and the white supremacists doing and what makes right. you weary about where they go. That was the curious thing. Who is the they? What is who? Who is this plural antecedent that he's talking about? Mm -hmm. And it has to be that whole white supremacist narrative or the dangerous militia narrative. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's that's a big part of it. Um, you you have you have to you have to build that because we we talked about that before the way the way that you accomplish this thing they mm -hmm. they want 
they want to get the American people asking mm -hmm. for the tyranny, asking to take their rights away. You know, they whip out the the Oklahoma City propaganda, Oklahoma right. City bombing right, propaganda. Right. You know, mm -hmm. same thing with 9-11. And you look at how you get a scary people scared enough. They're fearful enough. Then, and, you know, George Bush stands on the pile of rubble and people go, yeah, destroy our liberty, shred the Constitution. And so part of their M.O. is getting the public to beg for their own shackles. So the solution to this problem is not, you know, becoming a hermit and living in your bunker. The solution to this problem is not being the proverbial ostrich and sticking your head or emu and sticking your head in the sand. The the only solution to this problem is to get educated on what's actually happening and not what you're being fed by the media and, and, and start organizing others behind, around you and activating them so you can protect your people, so you can protect each other. So this doesn't happen. Those neighbors should have been standing with him and said, hell no, you're not coming in this house. You're not raiding this house. The police should not have sent vehicles to help. The sheriff should have been there and said, no way, you're not doing this. You're giving this man, giving this man his proper due process. This, this last guy has a purple heart for Pete's sakes. I, I'm just saying, how is it that we can't treat people with decency and you can't treat people with proper due process? Well, go back to our show on isolate and eliminate. You have to dehumanize these people so you can feel okay, Mr. What's-his-name, what what was his name? Uh, jo uh, wait, no. The neighbor. Tim Jones. Tim Jones. Yeah. Mr. Neighbor of Joshua James. Tim Jones. You have to dehumanize Joshua James so even his next door neighbor will look at a man that he's known for twelve years and think he's less than human. Yeah. You can do this because he's less than human. Meanwhile, we have everybody else and their little fragmented, you know sheltered little groups running around claiming superiority over each other and never even realizing that they're actually perpetrating the racism against themselves, the division of America. Is so you dehumanize so you can deny people their rights. You isolate. And, and by the way, this is the elimination people. What we showed you today is the elimination acts aspect because the punishment the process is the punishment. Because you see, they're not going to get anything to stick on these people legally. They don't have to. They don't need to. The process of going through all of this in front of everybody and then doing like they did with Ammon, strip searching them and leaving them naked with bologna sandwiches, that's their punishment. Um, Ammon was kept in jail with no bond for for over, I think it was almost a year after Malhar, and they were all his charges were dismissed. And they didn't care. And tortured him. And tortured. And then. They were actually chained to a wall naked when they were uh, arrested for Malhar. But guess what? It didn't work. Mm -mm. It didn't work. No, they every time they arrest Ammon, they just give Ammon what he wants. They right. make him the martyr. Well, then you and and you you recruit. You're essentially recruiting New another wave of yeah. ardent supporters who are not mm -hmm. going to continue to tolerate this stuff. And I, I'm excited at you know the sort of bright side of all that we're going through is they're sparking, they're driving people to act, to yeah. move, 
in a creative, solutionary way. We can't talk a lot about it, but we just left a conference of brilliant people building an alternative system to this system that's out there right now. Yeah. And, and from top to bottom, from, from top of the head to the tips of your toes, it, a brand it, new. It, it was, it was mind blowing. It was. The days Absolutely. of Facebook are numbered. Yeah. Google's days are numbered. Yeah. Uh, Twitter's Amazon, days. Amazon, Twitter. Done. Your days Netflix, are numbered. Done. Done, done, done. Yeah. It was, it's incredible. Absolutely. I am. And I'll say CNN. Yeah. MSNBC. Your days are numbered. Your days are numbered because you're going to be stuck with your echo chamber and it's of coming minions. Fast. It's coming very fast. You're going to be stuck with fast. your echo chamber of minions who are the minority, mind you, and the rest of us are going to be educating, organizing, and activating to restore true American principles as our Constitution demands. I can't wait till we can share a lot of the details, but I'm telling you. It was mind blowing. Mm -hmm. The technology yes. that's coming. Oh my gosh, I uh, was like, "What? We can do that?" Yeah, and it, it was. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And so, man, I, I I'm excited. And so, you know, enjoy it while you can. You bunch of leftist freaking tyrants. Your days are. Number. Because and I'm not talking about violent no, revolution, no, but we are all. going to pull the rug out from under your, your control system, the digital shackles, the commercial financial shackles that you've put on this population. The rug will be pulled out from under you, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. It's coming, and you will not be able to stop it. So stop enjoy it. it while you can it's not gonna in it in, in i'm telling you very very soon very very soon the enemy has once again as always happened in history raise your hand if you've no. been through my history of the constitution class if you've been through my history of the constitution class at libertyfirstuniversity.com then you know this that there is always a fundamental error by the enemy. They always overplay their hand yeah. and they end up waking up their that's own right. opposition. And that's exactly what has happened. They, they, they went, have created their own enemies. They went too far too fast. Mm -hmm. If, if you bunch of leftist psychopathic tyrants, if you wanted to fully establish your control, you should have taken another 10 years and done it slowly. Mm -hmm. You went too far, too fast. You've awakened a sleeping giant and it's coming yeah. and you can't stop it. Mm -hmm. You you can arrest as many as you want. You can deplatform as many as you want. Do it while you can because it's coming. And the crazy thing is, is it's coming from so many different angles. It's There's incredible. no way. Absolutely. There is incredible. no way it's going, it's you're the, going to stop it's it. The it's the real reset. It's not going to happen. It's the real reset. The so real talk reset. your global reset all you want to. World Economic Forum. The real reset is yeah. coming. And guess what? You're not invited. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for your super chat help today. I know that we didn't put them up uh, today like we usually do, but we do appreciate that. I know... Uh, uh, um, roll Tide, Nate. <laughs> I, yeah, and I was curious. Roll Tide. Is, is this little town here, is it called Arab or Arab? I mean, it's Alabama, so I Arab. figure it's Arab, it's Alabama. Probably Arab. It's probably Arab. Arab, Alabama. Arab, Alabama. 
Arab. And A-Rab. you got our Alabama people out there. Arab. Arab. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, Richard. It is an empirical fact of history that there are two empirical facts of history there, by the way. Empirical fact of history number one is the tyrant always gets so arrogant that he overplays his hand. That's right. Right. And empirical fact number two is that liberty always prevails because it is a gift from God. And empirical fact number three, oppression always brings a revival. Yep. A revival of liberty, a revival of turning to God, a spiritual revival. Yep, there it is. And Bama says, A-Rab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so big things are coming. Big yeah, Chad says, kind of like Miami, Oklahoma. <laughs> Yeah. I am Oklahoma. That's right. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to be with you live in studio again. Uh, we will, we will, I guess, I guess we'll just see you tomorrow. Don't forget, check out GodGunsLiberty.com. Get yeah. your, get your gear, get your, get your guy. I got to do that at least once a day. Get your God gun. Oh, we have the non-compliant shirts have been yeah, yeah. updated. I, my microphone's in the way. The non-compliant shirts have been updated, so go to GodGunsLiberty.com. Get your updated, all-new, fresh, non-compliant uh, T-shirts, and I and we should have some more an update on the non-compliant documentary very right. soon. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go work on these guns. <laughs> so, all time right. To hit the gym. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>